0: This NFL Playoffs Divisional Round Edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is your home for the NFL Playoffs. Use the promo code SGP and get up to $1,000 in free bets. MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP to play, when and get paid at MyBookie. We're also brought to you by DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and use code SGP. For a limited time, both new and existing users can get a deposit bonus up to $500 under next deposit. Remember, that's code SGP, and you can get a deposit bonus up to five hundred dollars only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by Ace per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over to ASPRhead.com slash SGP. That's Aceperhead.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. PropSwap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go to propswap.com to find better odds than your local book. Plus, when you use the promo code SGP, you get a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's propswap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is number one in men's below the belt grooming. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use code SGP. Finally, we're also brought to you by ExpressVPN, the leader in VPN providers for hiding your location online and making your internet activity super secure. Get three months free when you buy one year at ExpressVPN.com slash SGP. That's ExpressVPN.com slash SGP. You're listening to the sports gambling podcast exclusively on SGPN. Let it ride. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner and picks Ryan
1: real money. Kramer. What's happening? Creme dog. Well, Sean, it's the national football league playoffs playoffs. Uh, you know, they many years ago, they figured out that if you just, uh, you add some games to the end of the season in a winner, take all fashion. People are fascinated by this. Are you making fun
0: um, of the college football world that it, it took, they almost act like they invented no, the no. idea they invented of the a different playoff <laughs> the four team playoff where also there's a tons of meaningless exhibition games surrounding them. <laughs> Bowl yeah. games are always pointless, but then to have a playoff and not include more team it, eager, it's the most insane thing, but we will be talking college football championship. I don't know what they call it. The college football playoff finale. The grand finale.
1: The the sports gambling podcast network's own Colby Dant, aka the Danta of the college experience.
0: He would call it the Invitational. He would. So we'll be talking about that tomorrow night. Tonight, we are going to be talking NFL divisional round playoff picks. We'll be breaking that down. We got a, a special guest calling in as well new writer for the program over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com John Jackson does a bunch of cool flow charts. There's a bunch of data. He's got a hashtag going hashtag. Show me the data. Now is a good handicapper. I like to, I like to know what data's out there, but ultimately I'm trusting my gut, but we'll be hearing from him last night. Of course, we taped the DFS podcast, which was a unmitigated disaster. Thanks to Boston capper.
1: Disaster. Uh,
0: no, I mean, in a good it's way, a baby fucking wheel, man.
1: We got to get our shit going mentally. Well, Boston capper, the original disaster artist
0: <laughs> capper, of course, was <laughs> hammered out of his hammered out of his mind, but uh, still throw out a pretty solid DraftKings uh lineup there. And I, I texted you as soon as we left <laughs> the podcast or done recording the podcast because we, we never edit the podcast. There's just no reason we believe in leaving it all in there. And I, I texted you because we actually had to edit a part out of the Boston capper podcast. And I said, I can't believe we had to edit out Boston capper and not Lenny Dykstra. Yeah. Lenny, a guy who just lives says whatever he wants. And somehow Boston capper was the guy that got, I
1: mean, edit. no bullshit. There's maybe been a dozen edits in almost 10 years. Yeah. Half, it's, half are Boston cappers. <laughs>
0: We don't have many lines here. If you've listened to the podcast, hashtag DJs only. Uh, the show is growing in popularity, so certain things. <laughs> oh man, we'll say that we'll say that for the book, Ryan. Some news to get to. First off, you got to go at Gambling Podcast to see a video uh, I tweeted out there of Doug Peterson doing God knows what to a water bottle in the back of the. Uh, kind of the end of the year I press conference that. he's oh. behind Howie Roseman and he he just looks like he's like zoned out or he's uh, it's something you would see at a rave like a guy just licking and just <laughs> uh, i just going all over the place with this water bottle it's really a sight to behold words don't describe it but give that a look over uh, at gambling podcast. I don't think you'll be disappointed with the comedy of it and, and other,
1: in other news, Zeke looking, uh, w- looking more and more like he wants to join the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles, <laughs> not a head coach into his that scene. Is a- <laughs> there you go. Get a little party music on. Uh, I mean, it, at some point when you're a public figure, don't you have that like default mechanism? It's almost like when you're driving a manual transmission and you're about to stall, and you just instinctually jam on the clutch. <laughs> don't you realize that someone's probably watching you as you just lather up the inside of this water bottle? Real weird. Real <laughs> weird. And uh, it, it, it one of the I saw two of the funniest things I've seen this decade, Sean. Wow, I can do that. I can do that. Decade is fresh, yeah. but uh, also that, that Chris Far, <laughs> the Chris Farley, David Spade side-by-side <laughs> side with Mike McCarthy and Jerry Jones. First of all, either Jerry Jones has a serious bone condition where he's shrinking at rapid, rapid speeds or Mike McCarthy has, has completely blown out of his skin. He looks like an ogre. He looks like a character from like North of the wall, That guy in a little oh, anyway, between that and the Doug Peterson.
0: Mm. And that is, that is breaking news, Ryan. We haven't, we tried to get to it last night, but uh, <laughs> we aborted,
1: we were dealing
0: abort. with, <laughs> we were being overwhelmed with the chatterness and we had, we had a bail, but uh, Mike McCarthy getting hired by the Dallas Cowboys instant near
1: instant reaction. What are your thoughts? Oh, I love, I love it. Just based on the Cowboys fans, results or responses. Really? Are they, are they completely out on it? No, they're like, Oh, oh they're yeah. It's great. I mean, Considering what's going on. This is pretty good. hire. <laughs> all things considered, you know, he,
0: I do. I do like the Cowboys uh, fan spin of, well, Hey, I mean, if you look at his stats, he really is kind of like Sean Payton and uh, you know, Hey, if you, we had Sean Payton, we'd be pretty happy.
1: How many coaches? that were available with a Super Bowl <laughs> ring on their finger.
0: Yeah, you could end up in a long Cox situation where you're dealing with a guy who maybe it's passed and by Mike McCarthy, he just he's Mike McCarthy, right? Is he is he really going to get the the most out of the Cowboys? I think if you're a Cowboys fan, what you're selling yourself on was Jason Garrett was really hurting us. Like he was an obvious detriment. We had a bunch of talent. He was fucking it up. But now Mike McCarthy, he won't he won't do anything good to uh, bring us to the mountaintop, but he won't stop us. Like Jason Garrett was actively preventing them from a championship. I don't know if J- I don't know if Mike McCarthy's going to do that. As as much
1: as I What are you talking about? We watched him do that in Green Bay for years. We watched him ruin Aaron Rodgers for years. And sure, maybe we'll read the tell all book in in, in two <laughs> decades that tells us that Aaron Rodgers was just the diva of all divas. I think just,
0: I think that's kind of uh what's going on here. I think Aaron Rodgers is difficult to coach. And I think LaFleur is dealing with that now, but the the offense is doing better than it did last season even say. though they don't look amazing. It's a weird
1: it's a weird scene right now in Green Bay all they did was get McCarthy out of the way anyway. um, Yeah. I, I, you know, I think there's the, the small percentage of me that is like shit. Anything's better than Jason Garrett. So this team might be good next year. They have a lot of talent. They still have to sign some guys. I I'm still confident that Jerry, here's what I think is going to happen. Mike McCarthy is going to be like, fuck this, (laughs) like maybe a season, but he's not going to tolerate it like Jason Garrett did. So I, I, I I'm i not too concerned because he's an established guy. I can't imagine he's going to take a ton of bullshit. But we I, will see. I, I'm not sad for the Cowboys, but I, I think uh, I'd rather see them hire Mike McCarthy than some sort of like young whippersnapper, Matt Rule type
0: character. Uh, Matt well, Rule, I was ready to run through a wall for Coach Rule.
1: We've learned a lot about him in the last <laughs> 72 hours, Sean. And what is that? Uh, it looks like he's uh, really into himself and money.
0: Oh wow! Okay, so is this go, your is this your giant spin?
1: No. Why no should sure. he have
0: to take a pay cut to work for a team that has a ton of money?
1: I mean, just some teams just you know
0: don't value coaches like the New York Giants. If if,
1: the, if, if a franchise is just going to bend over and spread their ass.
0: Well, it's good news. Matt, for my it's, Matt
1: rule clearly knows how to fill that void. If
0: there's anyone that can save my boy, Will <laughs> Greer, it is coach rule coming in there. No nonsense. Adios. It does May put him Newton. in a weird
1: spot though. Cause he went from being kind of this like darling college football program, reconstructor rah, rah guys want to run through a wall for him to a guy that he's going to start off being a, like, he's just going to get hated because he has this massive contract. Now he has all this pressure.
0: No, he he's in Carolina. For the, what pressure does he have in Carolina? This guy is like 32 a thirty two jobs. The guy has a four Cam
1: What are they doing with that?
0: Yeah, that's I mean, they'll figure that out. It, it, he has like a four to five year leash. Matt Rule is not wow. going to be out in two years.
1: Well, with that contract. Jesus. What? Right. How are they going to pay the there concession no, workers? There
0: is no <laughs> salary cap no, in I, the National Football I, League. I, I was pretty $7 surprised. Seven million dollars I was, isn't. I was pretty a surprised.
1: on uh, John Mara unwilling to, to go to him said, come to us. Uh, it, it just seems like, s- yeah, seems if you want if you want a special teams
0: coach, if you want to go bargain bin shopping and get Joe judge a guy that was on no one's coaching list. Yeah. No one's going to be fighting. Do for We have him. a
1: gavel sound effect because you're
0: <laughs> in town. If no one's competing for your services, the price is really low. Well, Mississippi state
1: <laughs> big
0: time program and Mike Leach, Mike Leach, Boy, uh our boy, Coach Leach. Oh boy. They don't have they don't have big feet in Mississippi. I don't know if it's gonna work out for Coach Leach. Kind of worried about that. All right, uh Kramer, what else do we want to get to before we uh you know, before we really start uh, plowing through here? Why do we uh Kirk Cousins, he did release a new a new Kirk Cousins. You like that. So why don't we take a listen to that run? <sighs> I, are we calling it a mixtape? No, I don't think it's a. It's not a mixtape, but it does. You know, he does drop. You know, he does drop some heat. I just the way
1: you surprised me. I thought we were going somewhere else, but he does. He. W- w- so we, we can take a listen. Hey, hey,
0: that's how we've won all year, team, right? You, man, you hold them the twenty points, man. Yes, us a chance at the end. I got three words for you. you like yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Can I say something? His voice was cracking all over, like all over the entire game. I'm man enough to say
1: this. What? I'm going all in on Kirk Cousins.
0: I know, and we'll get to it in the picks thing. How do you not like that guy? I do like that Kirk. I've made fun of you a bunch of times, but now I'm I'm seeing the mojo. I'm enjoying. I'm hopping on. Dare I say it? The Kirk Cousins train. We'll get to that in a moment. Kramer, why don't we, why don't we get to the recaps, but before we do that sound is the sound of the national football league NFL picks time is running out. We literally only have seven more NFL games, to bet on when I'm doing betting, I'm doing over at mybookie.ag. Who's your bookie, Sean? It is my bookie. Easy deposit, even easier withdrawals you're using that sweet, sweet cryptocurrency. All the lines you'll be hearing on this week's episode and all the episodes you hear, courtesy of mybookie.ag, the presenting sponsor of the Sports Gambling Podcast, Sports Gambling Podcast Network, SportsGamblingPodcast.com. They're helping pay the bills and keep the free content train alive. Ooh, you want to get a little involved in the squares contest? Four. <laughs> they have a divisional round squares contest. Are you kidding me? No more, just for the Super Bowl. They got it for the divisional playoff round and the college football playoff championship. Again, mybookie.ag, promo code SGP, get up to $1,000 in bonus bets. Play winning you h g AG. Recapping the wild card games. Buffalo 19, Houston 22. Probably some pushes out there. If you were uh depending on when you bet it. I was I was I was loving myself. The Bills up 16 nothing. We both had the under. You had Houston, I had Buffalo. Never a doubt. Never a doubt. 16 nothing and then they kicked the second half off. There's this Houston play where they throw the football to the ref, and then now wait—that should be a fumble. The NFLs intercedes. I had Buffalo special teams defense. That would have been
1: amazing. Spirit of the rule, Sean.
0: And I guess technically he threw the football forward, so it should have—he should have at least been penalized yep. for an illegal forward pass. Never a doubt, Sean. Props. I did hit a uh, Josh Allen over rushing yards. That was fun. That was easy. That was easy. He got in the first play. I wish I would have had Josh Allen first touchdown. We always, mm. uh, we always seem to find those bets. We
1: even discussed it.
0: We did. I it, love that kind of
1: thing that you would do.
0: And normally I would, but I honestly, I don't recall off the time I had what the Josh Allen uh, first touchdown scored price would have been, but man, it, it probably wouldn't have been that crazy because he loves running the ball. Still would have gotten on that. And I lost this bet. They're up 16. Nothing. Probably shouldn't have lost the bet but I regret nothing. That wild ride that Josh Allen took me on for three and a half hours was amazing. I was down in San Diego doing some stand-up comedy shows. Brandon Moss, shout out to him. Listener of the podcast, uh, you know, came out to the show and and was like, Hey, what are you doing during the day? I'm going to be watching games. I'm like, yeah, posted up at this uh, nice steakhouse and just, yeah, had a bunch of cocktails and, and sweated out this game. I enjoyed every second of this bill's Texans (laughs) match. Even though or match, I sound like a freaking soccer person. They game, were
1: they were fit out there on the pitch.
0: It was a it was just fun. They got to overtime. I mean, Josh Allen on fourth and twenty three when he takes a thirty yard sack that puts the Texans yeah. into into field goal range. I never thought I haven't I still have a shot at this game. And yet we found ourselves in overtime, about to sack Deshaun Watson. And I mean, kudos to Deshaun Watson. A couple really bad. Rainer. Couple of really bad, uh, bad calls there by the refs. I mean, really, uh, you can't call that like crackback block. That was horrible.
1: Yeah, uh, it did seem like. I mean, at halftime, it seemed like Buffalo had this wrapped up. Deshaun Watson did Deshaun Watson things, and and the K metric came out strong, and just put Josh Josh when he threw that lateral, Sean. I'm telling you. I just I just it was one of those moments. It was the ultimate regression moment <laughs> for the K-metric quarterback.
0: What was he doing? It was so great. I have never seen someone su- that surprised to get a lateral in a long time. Pretty amazing game.
1: Imagine if yeah, in a, in a lot of ways I would have liked to see Josh Allen uh, coached by Bill Belichick. I feel like he could have gotten a lot out of him. It, it's just the the variance. If he can just cut out the and, bad and shit Buffalo, like he's good.
0: like I like Sean McDermott as a coach. Great game plan first half. Great I mean, they shut them out in the first half and then the second half, just complete collapse, horrible coaching, Tennessee Titans, 20 new England Patriots, 13. It's a baby fucking wheel man, possibly Tom Brady's last throw in new England, pick six to help. uh, That's got that guy possibly possibly. Oh, what do you think? I mean, it's still minus 200. He comes back to new England. it sounds like they the band is breaking
1: up now. Maybe it's, why would he go out of his way to make it seem like he wasn't going to be part of the team anymore talking about it in the past tense? Well, I mean, it's, weird. we'll see what happens. I because get He wants a gigantic leverage.
0: contract from the crap from craft. And he wants them in the draft to go all in and sign a bunch of free agents to keep his window alive and not build for the future. So that's him putting his big dick out there against yeah. Belichick and being like, you really want some of this? And I don't know. We'll see if Belchick wants that. Titans, uh, we were both on Titans plus five. You correctly had the under. I, I went over. I, I thought I thought I thought both teams would be able to move the ball. It just turned to be a pretty ugly game.
1: They shouldn't have sniffed the over.
0: No. Uh, and they didn't really. Henry, plus one fifty. Uh you had uh or no, over 150 yards, plus three seventy five.
1: That was a winner. What a delicious winner that was. That was amazing. Yeah, they can, just, we, can we talk about how was, amazing that was? It was Sean
0: Lynch over and over and over.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how much I believe that Tennessee could win. This was more just a bet against this Patriots team because they weren't a good team. And I think that the big takeaway for me after Saturday with these AFC teams, I think I mentioned this on the periscope, Sean. Yes, uh, both these teams are not that good. And both these teams are fixing to get their ass beat. Divisional weekend. We'll see about that. We'll see about that. We'll Ryan about Tannehill, that. baby. You imagine that? Imagine Ryan Tannehill winning it, winning a goddamn playoff game. Imagine Ryan Tannehill beating Tom Brady. Yeah, and I, I didn't, I didn't imagine him
0: beating Tom Brady and covering this five, throwing for under a hundred passing yards. I thought there might be some opportunities in the passing game. There were not. Yeah. Minnesota Vikings twenty-six, Saints twenty. Oh man, that was a uh, that was man, that was just surprising. I, I you called it early, even though we we did take we hopped on New Orleans second <laughs> half. I just thought New Orleans would eventually figure it out, and we tweeted it out. Drew Brees looked lost. He just looked completely lost. He looked like a guy who had no idea what was going on out there. And then they kept bringing in Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill looked really good again. I would. I turned uh, my. I turned around on both Taysom Hill and Kirk Cousins in the same game. How could you (laughs) not like Taysom Hill? He he somehow became less annoying. Maybe it was just the success. I think what it was. I thought about a little bit more, and really what it was that made me enjoy Taysom Hill was right before uh, he threw that fifty-yard bomb (laughs) down to the three-yard line. Trey Aikman goes, and every time you take Drew Brees out. And bringing Taysom Hill at the quarterback position. That is not a good idea. And, and Taysom Hill just shoved it down Trey Aikman's throat. And I think, I think I just fell in love uh, and really enjoyed that. And it's weird. Uh, and I'm falling guilty to it too, that Minnesota has this huge upset, biggest upset of the weekend and a big upset for the playoffs. And everyone's still talking about Taysom Hill, Mike Zimmer and his Vikings crew. No respect. Alvin cook uh, great game running the ball. They called a very good game on defense. I thought I mean they let up some deep passes. I thought Drew Brees would be able to take advantage of it and he just there was that one broken play to Xavier Rhodes, but other than that, they just couldn't push the ball they, downfield.
1: They seemed to for whatever reason not go after that tight end matchup. They didn't have someone stretching the field, which maybe that's the flaw of Michael Thomas, strangely enough. Uh I think both The Vikings won this game and the saints lost this game. The clock management at the end of the game, we were screaming at the TV. Instead of calling the timeout, they let it run down to the two minute to almost the two minute warning. They then lose the two minute warning during the change of possession. It seemed they were, they ran 30 seconds off the clock with their first play. They end up screwing the pooch. They don't have enough time. (laughs) It was, I mean, for some, for someone who's supposed to be a great coach. Sean Payton, lot of early playoff exits, lot of disappointment
0: in, in the playoffs in general, Sean Payton. And of course I, I feel like, and uh, uh, the Patriots fans are, are always enjoying to hop in the mentions that <laughs> everyone, everyone calls out the Patriots for their cheating yeah. as they should be. But what about the Saints cheating? I feel like we're the only ones who, when we're talking about Sean Payton's legacy and his questionable legacy, we're always the ones bringing out the uh, possible, or not possible, but cheating allegations. I can delete this right here for you.
1: (laughs) I mean, look, the greatest thing Sean Payton ever did was take Kerry Collins and the New York Giants to the Super Bowl in 2000.
0: Well, and I'll, I'll say this. I I think if we're ranking as far as how egregious the cheating is Mm. filming a team signs, I actually have that lower than, uh, than bugging a team's uh, a team's press box and like coaching
1: box. That seems way more egregious than signs are one of those things where it's like in baseball, they make signs, but then it's, it's not okay if you figure out how to steal them. Right. It's a fine line of
0: you're allowed to steal them you're not allowed to use
1: filmed video evidence to steal them again right like even then though okay you're filming signals it's way less egregious to, to your point I mean why are actually illegal <laughs> right like he's violated actual, state and federal law it's actually a crime uh, Belichick's just an asshole. is Louisiana a two-party state? Uh, Louisiana. Who knows what goes down there. How did did Sean Payton not go to jail for this? It's a great question, Ryan.
0: He probably had a lot of cash, right? Yeah. Got a lot of money to make things disappear. You're looking to become a millionaire like Sean Payton this weekend. You got a chance baby over at DraftKings.com. football almost over, man. You can still get your DraftKings fantasy fix. Just last episode, we gave out all our DraftKings Kings lineup. Uh, we're going to be bringing on John Jackson who, who tweets out and writes up these DFS flow charts, which are amazing. Highly recommend checking those out. It's it, he does a great job of visualizing the data. Ryan. I really enjoy that. Even though again, I ignore data gut handicapper, whatever handicapping style you got, he's you're still in the mix for $1 million. Yeah, I know firsthand, man. Google DraftKings winners. You'll see old Sean Green's article about cashing two hundred thousand dollars. Scott Tolzine, I'm still coming for you. I'm gonna sue you. I'm gonna get that eight hundred grand. But again, the sweat, the rush of the DraftKings, this is a perfect slate to play as well. The the four game slate, so fun. And they put a little icing on the cake. New and existing users get a deposit bonus up to $500. All you got to do is use that promo code SGP for new and existing users. Pretty awesome. Just download that DraftKings app, use the code SGP. Minimum $5 deposit required. Deposit bonus requires a 25x play through eligibility restrictions. But I see DraftKings.com for details. Fortunately, DraftKings lineup, not great. This past week, because I had some uh, Philadelphia Eagles in there, you had Seattle, right, Ryan? You're wrong on the over. I had the under, and the Eagles. Eagles, of course, like uh, Seth Joyner said, class act, hardest hitting guy in the '90s on the on some of those great defenses. Pointed yep. out that a Geneavon J- Clowney hit was dirty. Getting to wow. some of
1: the props. Jesus Christ, Sean, you're better than this. How much Just focus there? on the fact that you won your DraftKings money without colluding with your girlfriend. <laughs> Just feel good about that.
0: I do. I do. And they're actually married, <laughs> and I I'm going to get my wife to sign up for DraftKings and make her use the promo code SGP and possibly <laughs> play some uh, contrarian lineups. I didn't nail my props, which I I deserve to give myself some credit for this game. Goddard over 50 receiving yards, cash that, and more importantly, Everyone thought I was a maniac taking under 29 and a half, an adjusted under. You heard here first at the Sports Gambling Podcast, cashed a cool plus 900. That's right. Under 29 Are you and a half plus 900.
1: Eagles lost the game. I threw out Russell Wilson over 24 and a half yards, rushing as my lock on the pregame Paris periscope, Sean. Yeah, thank you. There you go. That's tough, a lock tough sound game. effect. Tough game. There were tears afterwards. Carson Wentz once again finishes a season off the field for the Philadelphia Eagles. What, what does the future hold? Before we talk about Super the great danger, Russ, what does the future hold? Will Doug P be back next year is Carson Wentz, <laughs> Ryan. You guys is, are a team that just brought in Pat Shermer. We're not talking about the giant. We're talking about teams that just lost.
0: Yeah. We're the Eagles about, just lost. They came up short this season. <laughs> Like 31 other teams will do. Here's what they did do this season that was positive. Uh, they went on a nice run to get themselves <laughs> in the playoffs. They won the NFC yeah. East yep, and nice. they beat the Dallas Cowboys. So if you're telling me a season where, hey, you beat the Cowboys at home, you win the NFCs, you sweep the Giants, you go five and one in the division, hey, you could have worse years.
1: Okay. Enjoy that low low twenties draft pick, Sean.
0: Uh what? <laughs> I mean, as if you guys are killing it in the draft. You got you got Dave Gettleman uh, over here. Who's you guys? So remember, is, is John? Ryan, are you no longer me? are you are you no longer a part of the Giants? Because I'm on this, this team,
1: is, Sean. I'm I on the this team. Is this is what we're getting to.
0: I don't think you're a Giants fan anymore. Oh, I'm a.
1: I'll have comment in the future on this topic. Oh my. Sean, they're about to hire Jason Garrett. Yes, to quote, help mentor. (laughs) Wait, what? What? Uh, (laughs) Poll your fans. Just put a Twitter survey out. Should we hire Jason Garrett? Oh man, find me ten percent of the the human population that clicks yes. Just trolls. Oh, just trolls.
0: I think I think that if you put that poll on the internet, it would win in. Astounding fashion as every team no one wants to lose Jason Carrot. It's the same thing like he's still under contract.
1: Why do the Giants have to ask permission to interview him after he was fired? Weirder sleepover. The one that Mike McCarthy
0: had with uh Jerry Jones or the one that uh that Harbaugh had with that punter that he was trying to recruit? Well, who would you rather? That's a great Uh, poll question. All right,
1: well. Who would you rather have a sleepover with Jim Harbaugh or Jerry Jones? Well, what I was going to say is Jerry Jones probably has a bigger age gap over Mike McCarthy than Uh, Harbaugh uh, did over the kid. And
0: and let's also, let's just look down. Let's actually break down the information here. Jim Harbaugh. It sounds like he slept in the same room. I mean, I like making (laughs) fun of Mike McCarthy and Jerry Jones, but he probably has some like 60 room mansion and he's in some guest house.
1: Yeah. Not only that he showed up at the kid's house. Yeah. Right. Stranger danger, bro. Yeah,
0: Ryan, you're a father of two. Would you allow a, a gr- would you allow Harbaugh to sleep
1: over? Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, wh- wh- you need a pillow, Coach? <laughs> Who has it better than us, huh? Uh, all right. We're about you to like get- rocks with your whiskey, or <laughs> what? We're about to get John Jackson on the
0: line, but before we do, quick little shout out to Ace for Head. Ever thought of starting your own sports book? Don't know how? Ace for Head here to help you start your own sports book. Again, year 2020, time to be your own boss. Much like Harbaugh or Mike McCarthy, take matters into your own hands. But you don't need to sleep over. They do it on the website, right? You don't need you don't need to hang out with your bookie and sleep over. Instead, you can become a bookie and collect uh collect from people because that's, let's be honest, that's how things work. They have a top-notch customer support and 24 X going 24 seven. Some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus ACE per head, live betting, amazing mobile experience. And you got a chance to get six weeks free over at dot slash S G P that's ACE slash S G P joining us on the line writer for uh sports gambling podcast.com. You can check him out on Twitter at John boy beats John. What's happening, man.
2: Hey guys, how's it going? Thanks for having
0: me on. Yeah. Thanks for calling in. Uh, yeah. You've been putting out some really cool uh, again. I I love the visual look to the the stuff you've been putting out um, in particular, the DFS flow chart.
1: Hold on. We just have to pause. Cause Sean's going to say some really nice words, but the fact that Sean is gushing <laughs> over, oh, over data analytics, flow charts Uh,
0: flow chart is very, you don't need a computer to read a flow chart or a slide ruler. It's just a, it's like a choose your own adventure for gambling, which is what I'm looking to do. It simplifies stuff. Uh, He's not here with like, you know, crazy, like aggregating multi-crazy lineups. It's like one image I look at and it takes me two seconds to process. So walk us through the idea of the flow chart and kind of how you come up with the numbers.
2: Yeah. I mean, basically the flowchart idea came out of kind of needing to develop a consistent approach to getting some lineups that are kind of correlated every week into DraftKings. Um, I mean, I think kind of the big thing I was running into was not really having that consistent set up every week and kind of, you know, you read through all these different articles and plenty of fantasy sites out there that are everybody's given their matchups of the week and stuff like that. But by the time you get to the end of it, there's you can't really get a full lineup out of it. You're still needing to plug in players of that you think on your own that are going to have a good weekend. And, you know, that might lead to some bad correlation and stuff like that. And so really the goal with the flow chart is to give out players that obviously have some good trending stats and have good matchups for that week. Um, but then also to make sure there's some, some stacks in there, there's some low own percent players, there's, you know, a good lineup that's going to be built with some strategy that you should have some success in the GPPs. And, you know, I think it's a good tool that you can use if you're playing one lineup or if you're trying to play five lineups, or if you want to get really variant with it and you can get probably up to 15 or 20 different lineups for some of the bigger contests. So.
1: Well, let me ask you this because because while a, a a bit of the game theory with with playing DraftKings is that kind of percentage of play and and being contrarian, some of it's just who's going to perform. So do you do you take whatever data you're using to drive that and then play props? Because that I, I would imagine that would be the 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 real angle that you can kind of more explicitly turn turn the data into dollars.
2: Yeah, I mean, I haven't actually gone crazy into the prop games yet um on the regular season slate just with so many other spreads and totals out there for all every game but as we kind of run, run in the playoffs here with uh only four, you know four or two games a weekend there's plenty of time to try to find other ways to uh spend your capital so i've definitely been trying to get into the prop market more with some of that some of the spreadsheets that I've been
0: going through for the I rankings. See what he said. Spread, uh, spend his capital. Like sounds, use, yeah.
1: sounds like a real investor over the, here. The sports gambling world exactly. is growing up, Sean. <laughs> yeah, it is. You got guys. Doing clients are sophisticated out there. Anyway. We we've all read <laughs> "Rich Dad, Poor Dad." Now we understand we need to have a four hundred one k. All right. Sorry. Uh, Football. What's Football. the uh,
0: as far as success? What's your do you do you have like a particular? Again, I'm sure you've heard I won two hundred thousand dollars once on DraftKings, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's your? Do you have like a either biggest win or favorite win or or something that like uh, yeah? I don't know any sort of like crazy stories as far as the DFS world.
2: Um, unfortunately, I haven't really hit anything huge yet. I mean, I think the biggest uh, one big win I had was like week fourteen. I was. The kind of first week I hit big on the the flow chart and it was in the three dollar uh, lineup on DraftKings there the twenty twenty entry and I think the top entry I had in there turned over a hundred bucks so that was a big one for me thirty three to like, one the top two yeah that's two percent so
1: so what's yeah. the uh, so Scott told you he doesn't owe, owe you eight hundred k. Exactly. No,
2: not 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 yet. Okay. (laughs) Do
0: you uh do you find yourself? Would you rather play like twenty three dollar lineups or one sixty dollar lineup? Do you do you find yourself playing a bunch of head to head stuff, or do you have a formal strategy, or does it kind of change as the as this season goes along?
2: Yeah, mostly this season I've just been firing off the twenty or the twenty entry three dollar lineups, and then trying to get some more. You know, one or a, sometimes I'll throw a lineup in the Million Maker if I'm feeling confident about it. But um, kind of just, I don't know. I'm kind of more the guy that's thinking that if I only play one lineup, there's going to be three players that I should have played that I get screwed on. So I'd rather kind of try to cover my bases and get a little bit of a variance in there.
0: Lineup diversity. Now I know you've also been exactly. doing a, you've been doing you, you've been really promoting the hashtag. Show me the data. Doing some deep dives.
1: Yeah, uh, I, yeah, we were super aligned on the FFPC.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 we're I, in a good uh, spot. I think well, we're in a good spot. I think so too. We need uh, hustle and bustle to go off a little bit this weekend, but yeah, I think it's. I think it's going to be good, uh, unless Lamar really, really uh, lights it up and screws us over with with no Ingram. I don't know. If, has, it, has it come out that Ingram's playing yet or?
0: it It seems like it it's trending the other way if he does play he's gonna be limited so i I threw out of, about maybe taking a shot with justice hill in my uh draftkings lineup but yeah i I'd be surprised if he is highly productive uh this weekend what uh either player stuff or um you know sides totals what is jumping out at you for this
1: weekend
2: yeah so uh, real quick on the player side um I'm going to give out a running back that I really like this weekend. I uh, went in Aaron Jones. Um, mm. He's against the Seahawks, allowing who are allowing 9.5 yards per reception to running backs this year. Now the only teams that are worse than that are Kansas City and Detroit, who Jones has played three times this year. In those three games, he had 13 catches for 215 yards and two touchdowns. So. I think as we've seen with the Packers all year, when they've been able to be successful early, they've gotten Jones going in the passing game. And I think with two weeks to prepare, LaFleur is gonna have some stuff uh lined up for Jones there. So I think he's gonna have a big week at seventy four hundred. He's a little bit lower than um Cook and Henry. And I think he's got the same ceiling as those guys. So that's kind of one of my Bell cow guys I'm running with this week in the flow chart.
0: Nice. And what about uh, uh yeah, sides in total. Is there one particular that's jumping out?
2: Yeah, so I did a little bit of digging um, last week, and I know you guys talked about a little bit on the pod about the first year quarterbacks playoff debut guys in the wildcard round. So um, I looked at the same thing in the divisional round um, for guys who playoff debut. Obviously, a lot smaller sample size. I'll quickly run through the list. It's actually a pretty decent list. We got Mark Bolger, Big Ben, Jake Plummer. Jake the Snake. Uh, oh, yeah. Philip Rivers. <laughs> Philip Rivers. Jake Tuttler. Yeah,
1: Super Chargers. Chargers.
2: Charge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alex Smith on the Niners. Uh, then Colin Kaepernick, mm. Cam Newton, Dakota Rain Prescott, your
0: oh. guy.
2: Uh, Keenum, and then Patty Mahomes last year. So, um, pretty decent group of guys there but in their playoff debuts in the divisional round you know these guys are the one and two seed they're only five and six straight up and um as a favorite they're three and six against the spread um and interesting enough in these games the overs are eight and three as well so obviously this is uh in jimmy g's wheelhouse here this weekend um so personally from not only from this kind of trend but I think the total in the Niners Minnesota game is something that I really like going over. Um, it's been climbing down. I think this whole week since it opened. Um, and right now I think it's sitting at 44. If it gets under 44 and gets down to 43 and a half, I think that's something that you got to jump on. Um, but yeah, I really like uh, I actually like Kirk Cousins to have a little bit of success this week. Uh, oh yeah. Everybody's talking about everybody's talking about the Niners defense. Um, but you know, the last five games, they've given up 29 points on average. So, not uh, too impressive coming into the playoffs. So, uh, that's a big total I like for sure.
0: Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, man. Thanks a lot for calling in. Uh, make sure you check him out on Twitter at John Boy Beats and all the uh, articles and stuff he's posting over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Appreciate it, John. Keep up the good work, man.
1: Killing it.
2: All right on, guys. Thank you.
1: Sean. Yes. You know what I got in my pocket? A vape pen. Oh wow. Some futures. Really? Not only am I holding a Baltimore Ravens, a a green Bay Packers and the Seattle Seahawks future to win the conference, but I'm also holding futures to win the super bowl. So thank goodness because prop swap came along. They said, Hey guys, you gotta, you gotta spread the word. You got to spread the word about our secondary market. Everyone knows what eBay is. Everyone Ooh. knows what a sports betting ticket is. Put them together. You got prop swap, Sean. I'm, I'm seriously considering which do I sell Seattle or green Bay, or do I just say fucking enroll <laughs> anyway? Yeah, that is a tough call. You want to get better prices. You want to, you want to buy, you want to sell head over to PropSwap.com. Sean, you wouldn't believe it. This set this past Sunday, a better who wagered $500 in the San Francisco 49ers to win the NFC Championships at, at 14 to 1. He sold that ticket over at PropSwap for $3,300. That's cash in his pocket. He's done. He's out. He's tapped out of that bet. The new better, he got a great price. He got plus 125. You cannot find that in the open marketplace. So again, head over to propswap.com. Take advantage. Take advantage of the offer they're giving our listeners—the DGen's only family—using that promo code SGP to get a hundred dollar match. on there's no rollover. You get that cash right then. We've used this. You, I—we both used it. Hundred dollars turned into two hundred dollars. Oh, we dad. spent that cash. Oh, again, I did. Again, promo code. Cash is gone. Cash is gone. In your case, uh, <laughs> use that promo code SGP over at PropSpot.com. You might as well burned it, Sean. Would you? If you were me, would you sell?
0: I I was so wait. What are the uh, what are the two prices on the tickets?
1: All right, real quick. Ravens ten to one conference, twenty to one Super Bowl. Packers ten to one. I wouldn't sell that. Packers ten to one conference, twenty to one Super Bowl. Seahawks fifteen to one conference, thirty to one Super Bowl.
0: I mean. I don't. I, I guess don't I would sell. just yeah. What's just hang on to all of them.
1: I'm gonna have a ticket alive in the NFC Championship for sure. Two tickets. Yep. And that well anyway. All right, Sean. Divisional round. We got there.
2: We're we excited.
1: Team's coming, teams coming off buys. We got Kirk Cousins. We got Jimmy G. And holy shit, we got a Ryan Tannehill. Let's head over to Saturday, Sean. What 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 channel is this game on? Oh man, I don't I know. D- I didn't write down that kind of feels like NBC. 135 on the West Coast in beautiful Santa Clara, California. The San Francisco 49ers host the Minnesota Vikings, where the Niners are a seven point favorite, minus three ten on the money line, plus two thirty four. The Vikings 44 is the total. All right. I'm gonna say something controversial here. I'm in on Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Dare I say, I see a little Eli Manning in Kirk cousins, this defense. and and, and, I'm going to expand on this. This defense is confident. This defense is flying all over the field. And this defense, there was not a moment in that game versus the saints where they didn't believe they were the better unit on the field. I think if they bring that same attitude, now I'm a little nervous that it's not going to be on turf. I'm a little nervous that San Francisco has been fairly dominant. Although as John pointed out, they have not been great down the stretch. They've given up almost 30 points a game over their last five. And I wanted so badly to find a reason to fade Kirk Cousins, but it's another day game, Sean. It's another day game. It's another game that won't be in prime time there will not be a lot of pressure. This is when everyone's out shop and no one's watching this game. San Francisco doesn't give a shit about football anymore. So, oh, and last thing we said like week two, we wanted to fade Jimmy Garoppolo. In yes, the we did. So all of that, let's go. I like his point on the over. I do think there's going to be some points in this game I think the Niners get some points. I think the Vikings get a little bit more 28 to 24. Wow. Be the final You're throwing out
0: right? the exact score. I, I, the San Francisco defensive line, I do think is going to be a little bit, uh, a little bit of a thorn in the side of the Vikings. I'm worried about Minnesota going outdoors, but I do really like that. Um, uh, I, I mean, I think there is something to the first playoff stat, especially and we didn't talk about it when uh, John was on the line but if you if you dial it in a little bit more and you look at the home favorite mm. the home favorite for the first time quarterback playoff start is 5 and 16 against the spread so that and and that's a trend that makes sense uh, situationally right cuz you're you're a home favorite it means you're coming in with a lot of pressure and i i think Jimmy G could struggle Thielen, he's 100% healthy um the Minnesota they the defense played really well. They just seem to be buying in. The Stefan Diggs uh freaking out about Kirk Cousins, that's kind of odd. I do think Kirk Cousins throws an interception. However, I'm going to throw this out there. San Francisco I think throws the first interception. I'll take that at plus 100 and Kirk Cousins over 234 and a half wow. yards. Okay. Uh maybe I will end up swapping Minnesota into my uh, DraftKings defense spot. I'll take another look uh, closer to kickoff, but I, I do worry about Kirk with the turnover. Other than that, I kind of like the matchup. At the very least, this should be a game for Minnesota. So, give me Minnesota plus seven and the over forty-four.
1: Uh, money split uh, fairly evenly, fifty-five percent of the money and the tickets on the forty-nineers. And as far as the total, much more of the money coming in on the under. So. I just don't see that. I think, but I think San Francisco's defense of late—we've seen it—not been great. Their last two home games, what's happened? Sean Falcons beat them 29-22. Yeah, Uh, Rams. I mean that—that's that's
0: that's a little uh, crazy. If you remember that Falcons game, I I know. But there was like some wild play at the end, lateral return for a touchdown. But they also lost to the Falcons at home. I'm just pointing out the twenty-nine points in particular.
1: They lost to the Falcons at home. They almost lost to the Rams at home. This isn't a defense that has been locked down, like shut it down lately. And I think this offense with Adam Thielen back has confidence with Kyle Rudolph in the mix with has confidence. Yeah. Dalvin cook. uh, I I didn't, I didn't think I didn't see the Thielen thing at
0: all uh, going into that saints game because I thought the defensive backfield of the saints would be able to handle. Handle Thielen and that Thielen was was struggling with his injuries. We saw Lattimore get into it, yelling with the guys on the sidelines. Now maybe Diggs, maybe Diggs is an interesting guy, because maybe Kirk feels like compelled to throw him some passes. I mean, remember that this is how long the season was. It feels like decades (laughs) ago where we were betting against Kirk Cousins against the Bears, and and you know, he had to publicly apologize and Zimmer lost respect for him. (laughs) Like this team could be in the NFC championship game that's how crazy the NFL. is. So yeah, give me the Vikings and over 44.
1: I, the last thing I'll say about this game, at least the, the, the sides in this game, is it just, I'm just not ready at this stage in my life to lay seven points with Jimmy G. I don't think the defense is where it was. He hasn't earned it. He, ha- he hasn't earned it. Seven points is a lot in the playoffs. What, what, so what you threw out a prop? Are we throwing out props?
0: Uh, we don't have to. I, I threw out a couple. I mean, we can do a bunch on the, on the periscope, but I mean, I, I don't think we're going to be doing a periscope on Saturday. So maybe we throw out the Saturday props, save the Sunday ones for the pregame periscope. Uh,
1: yeah. I, I think, I think the way to go here, it's hard to not see Dalvin Cook having a game. And it, I, I'm curious to see what his, do, I wasn't able to find rushing to as per last podcast. Uh I like his rushing total I think. I would also look to p- just play So wait,
0: sorry. Who would you say over? Dalvin Cook.
1: Oh, Cook over. here yeah. The matchup here w- 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 while there's some strength up front for the 49ers, I think I think he's going to be able to get loose. It's another one of those situations am I going to play the receiving prop am I going to play the rushing prop? I think I might just settle on him scoring a touchdown. And you're going to be able to find that somewhere around even money. I would imagine
0: Dalvin cook. I'm seeing over 73 and a half yards.
1: That, that's a good number. I do. I would take the over on that. All right. Anything else you want to throw
0: out prop wise,
1: <sighs> Jimmy G's doing the throw up interception, right? Okay. Yeah. Jimmy G will throw int. I, that's probably like even I kind of, I have to put a little bit more thought into how I'm going to fade Jimmy G. But I think that's one of the ways to fade him. Uh I guess the last thing I'll, I'll th- one of the receivers for the Vikings is going to have a decent day. Mm. And I'm, and I'm not and sure is, it,
0: is Diggs going to do it against Sherman. Cause it does seem like Sherman is going to be the guy that's going to be on him. Maybe is stealing again. And, I, and you just can't overthink the idea of him having back to back good games.
1: Yeah. And then on the, if you are playing the prop market for the 49ers, I would just like I throw him in my DFS lineup. But I, I think you attack the forty. or you attack the Vikings deep. You attack that secondary Debo Samuel is the guy to do that. That would be the guy I would look, to, I would look to play his yardage prop and even maybe a, a prop builder where you par you parlay it with, I don't know, maybe him to score a touchdown. So that's where I'm going with that Sean. Sweet. So not super stoked about this game but the Vikings and what I was saying earlier, I never get to finish the point. The Vikings have a little bit of that vibe where like everyone seems to believe you're not hearing a peep out of that. Are you hearing a peep out of Minnesota right now? No, just no, news. Diggs. no news coming out of it. <laughs> Who Minnesota. wants to fight everyone. That's fine. Everyone. They, they all seem to like digs. So I'm not worried about the behavior and yeah, it's great. I, I want him to be a little fired up cause he's not getting the ball now if he starts going after the kicking net and stuff like that, then you got to ship him out to Cleveland but until then, I think he's still on your team. Next up Sean, the night game Tennessee heads to Baltimore where Baltimore is a nine and a half point favorite minus 430 on the money line. 310 is the money line for the Titans 46 and a half is your total Sean, I'll say it say it loudly scream it from the rooftops. I believe Mike Vrabel's Dick is safe mm. because the Ravens are going to take them out to the fucking woodshed right now, Sean, you and ev- PSA for our listening audience. If you're watching on youtube.com sports gambling podcast, I'm going to look at the camera. So you catch my drift here. The Patriots were dog shit. They yes. were a bad team. The entire fan base is selling the idea right now that they they all knew this wasn't going to be their year. The Titans barely got by them. Barely. It took Derrick Henry dragging this right here for you. Dragging them to the next round in the playoffs. Now, what do they do, Sean? So last week they took on uh the number 1 defense, check. Baltimore's pretty good at defense but they took on a very, very mediocre offense. And now what are they doing? They're taking on the best offense, the best offense. They're coming off a massive win for the coach, a massive win for the team, a massive win for Ryan Tannehill. What could possibly go wrong? You, and you would say, Ryan, you just, you just backed the Vikings who are in a very similar situation. Absolutely not. Mike Zimmer been there before Kirk cousins, not been there before defense wins games. I don't think Tennessee's defense is enough to slow down Baltimore here. I think this is one of those games that is over. As soon as it starts, Baltimore rolls, I'm going to give you another score. Sean 34, 13,
0: certainly in the realm of possibility, I'm going the other way. (laughs) Ryan, give me the Titans hashtag tighten up. I said, I wouldn't go against the Titans again, and I'm not going to against the Baltimore Ravens. Nine and a half points is too much. You're paying that Lamar Jackson tax on point spreads. What is the, what is the split on the money? The public has to be all over the Ravens.
1: Uh, It's about 50, 50.
0: Baltimore rushing defense, 19th and DVOA. I think Tennessee can slow down Baltimore's offense by running the ball. And and this Tennessee team is coming in. They're super confident. They're gonna, they just seem like they're going to be in this game. I don't see them getting blown out. Yeah. Harbaugh is a good coach. Superior coach nine and three against the spread falling to buy. That's certainly something for them. I think Tennessee will struggle a little bit with the tight ends. So even Andrews and uh, some of the other got maybe even a Hayden Hurst game could be a fun, uh, deep play there. But ultimately I think, I think AJ Brown has a competent game and I think a competent uh, game. I think Tannehill has a bounce back game Go from uh, his 81 passing <laughs> yards. And I still believe in Tannehill's uh, rushing ability. I think that could be the real surprise here. I don't know about an outright win say that for the dog portion but I do think Tennessee is going to be involved in this game. They just Sean, don't strike I, me as a team. That's going to get blown out in a situation like this. So props
1: wise, this, this is th- the exact place. Th- th- I think you're going against your gut here. I think you're getting cute and you're going against your gut because you said that you wouldn't fade the Titans again.
0: Yes. And that is my gut telling me I shouldn't fade the Titans. Give me Mark Ingram under 74 and a half rush yards. That is juicy. I think this calf injury is serious. So, uh, give me a little Justice Hill, but really Ingram under 74 and a half rushing yards. As far as total, I don't have a great feel for it either way. I'll go under 46 and a half though.
1: Oh, so I gave out a score that was slightly over. It looks like it's going to be very windy. Uh, so I guess, I guess I'll lean, even though I said 47, I'll lean the under here with you.
0: Okay. Even though you gave out a score that was over 46 and
1: a half. <laughs> All right. Really hedging your bets here, Ryan. Uh, I was right at 37. I'll amend that to 31 13.
0: Okay. There you go. You're just under the 46 and a half. Any props you want to h- head out?
1: Uh, Lamar Jackson out. over rushing yards. Okay. So
0: L Jack That's a badass nickname. Why is he, why is L Jack? Not instead of like low Jack L Jack. Why is that not taken off? I would, uh, L Jack over rushing yards. So the squares of square plays like you couldn't, you couldn't build a more square box to throw out to
1: the ball. also um, the MVP, I think he'll do what he always does. One betting slip, please. What is the, do you have a Corey Davis
0: receptions? I might be able to find that for you, Ryan.
1: Probably not. uh, Actually, according to DVOA, the weakness of the Tennessee or of the Baltimore defense is the number two receiver.
0: I can give you uh, Corey Davis receiving yards. What is it?
1: Thirty-seven and a half over.
0: Okay, that's an interesting one. Yeah, I I I was going AJ Brown just because I just think the dude's a player, but the second receiver could be the angle to go.
1: And I, uh, the other area I would look to attack uh, this game in the prop market is the the under for sacks. Alright. And the under for a number of number of times we ever have to think about Mike Vrabel cutting off his <laughs> dick ever again.
0: Okay, Kramer. Got the second uh Sunday Gaze coming up. But before we do, oh man. Perfect transition. You mentioned Mike Vrabel, who said that what was the exact quote, Ryan?
1: Because it was amazing. I don't wanna I don't want to mess it up. I I'd cut off my dick. For a Super Bowl, I don't need my dick anymore. I'm married. You understand me. I'm paraphrasing. Well, even if he cut it off, he—I
0: mean—you would still—you'd uh, you would still want to look good down there, right? Because people are gonna, it, hey, what's going on? Oh my god, I can't believe the coach literally cut his dick off. And you don't want to cut your dick off. That's why you want to use manscape. That's right, manscape. Fire up the lawnmower there breaking news, Ryan! I got to get my breaking news sound effect. The pubic service announcement, the lawnmower 3.0. You're not going to cut your dick off like Mike Rabel because they got some technology. That's right. The third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be Nick free. Thanks to manscapes, advanced skin, safe technology. Coolest new features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for closer, more precise trimming. You don't want to be cutting your balls in the dark. Come on, you need a solid light. Of course, if you use the promo code SGP, 20% off and free shipping. 20% off and free shipping. The battery will last up to 90 minutes. That's right, if you're like me and you really. You really got a thick forest to work through. You may need all 90 minutes, Ryan, but I don't know. I don't know. Even though I, even though I got quite a forest, I mean 7,000 rotations per minute with the quiet stroke technology of their awesome mower, uh, fire it up, baby. We got some balls to cut manscape.com promo code SGP for 20% off and free shipping.
1: I love that we have a uh, lawnmower sound effect.
0: Yeah, it's a great visual. right?
1: Sean, I'm going to go back to the over. You're right. I shouldn't. I shouldn't uh, make it confusing for the fans.
0: Just for me, the guy keeping track of the picks.
1: All right, relax, relax. Sunday. I'm relaxed, bro. We got a a later start time here, Sean. Yes. Is everyone aware? You get to sleep in on Sunday. Kickoff is not until 12:05 Pacific.
0: So we'll say uh, we'll call it eleven thirty for the Periscope.
1: Mm, yeah, it might have to be a little bit earlier than that, but we'll uh, we'll figure it out. Some of us have some uh, obligations, oh Sean. God, I'm, I'm sorry. That is a disgusting act. I don't know what to tell you. Houston heads to Kansas City, where the Chiefs are a nine and a half point favorite, minus four thirty-five on the money line. Houston plus 51 is the total. Sean. Yes. It's a big number. It's a big, big number for Mr. Deshaun Watson. But Andy Reid, off a of bye, too much. Both these AFC spreads should be two touchdowns. Not much to talk about here, honestly. I think it's for the same reasons. This Houston team should have won the first round. Both the AFC wildcard yeah, round Houston, winners were fraudulent. Houston
0: to me is way more fraudulent uh, than this Tennessee Titans team. The Titans road tested. Houston was down 60-nothing at home to the Bills. Now it's the Andy Reid choke potential versus the Bill O'Brien coming off lucky as hell win. I just don't think the Texans can cover Tyreek Hill. Hit on in the DFS show. 80 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, they just can't cover them. The, in the KC defense, they've gotten healthier, they've gotten better. Spags is whatever sort of magic he's had. He, he's pulled out of his ass Terrell Suggs. Maybe he gets involved well, and gets a sack
1: Spags can do it when he has a pass rush. You, they, Kansas city has a pass rush and we've seen, you know, the more I look at this more, the more that I'm as I build additional DFS lineups, I'm going to have the chief's defense in there because Watson makes a very high floor for the defense because he just takes sacks and yeah, he really does. I'm a little worried about the backdoor here because Deshaun Watson never gives up. But again, uh, I think this is a game where if you, if you say are coaching a youth soccer game and you miss the first, I don't know, two quarters of the game, you might turn it on and see that it's 24 to 24 to 10, 27 to 10. 31 to 10. I just think Kansas City rolls. This is chalk city. Kansas City and the over. Uh, I know I said the exact same thing about the Saints last week. Too easy. I just think you you want to get these two. This is the correlated game. This game's one How does this game not go over, Sean? Yeah, I mean that's a, I I could see it being like uh, you you threw out a
0: 31-13 score. I could see that for the uh Titans Baltimore. I could actually see that beating this score. I'll go over with you again. Can we, can we maybe get a, a look at the weather? Cause I think that could be a, a possibly deciding factor
1: It'll to be cold 34 yeah. degrees.
0: And you even saw even in that snow game, um, no rain. looked pretty competent uh, and whatever sort of uh, knee stuff he had going on previously from that dislocated thing. He had a nice week off. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, I really think Kansas city is just going to smoke him. I don't really see it going any other way. Andy Reid 14 and seven against the spread following a buy that's 21 or I don't know, whatever, a couple playoff games in there. Andy Reid is a proven veteran and a- Andy Reid is going to throw Bill O'Brien in the locker. I, I feel really good about Andy Reid having two weeks to prepare against his Texans quarterbacks. I mean, I, I think the Texans, uh quarterbacks are still banged up too. I, I, there were opportunities there that the bills had. That they didn't even take full advantage of. Maybe Mahomes scrambles a little bit. It just felt like there was a lot of meat left on that bone for that Houston team that was at home and still, I mean, they didn't let up a ton of points. They only let up 16, so they shut him out in the second half, but it felt like they could have done way more. And and I think a crafty Andy Reid is really gonna exploit a
1: lot of those matchups. Yeah, I just think both these games are so obvious. I'm I'm really surprised the money is not split more. Both these games are right around fifty-fifty. I'm really, really shocked. I, I think the AFC. Uh, no one wants to watch Houston or Tennessee anymore. We want to see Baltimore play Kansas City. And while you know we know how that works out in the gambling world, when everyone assumes something in it, something's going to happen. But I don't. What goes wrong if you just money line these two, like parlay them, parlay the money lines? What goes wrong? <laughs> I think you can tease teaseball to three and a half. What could go wrong? Nothing, Randy. Nothing any can props go wrong. Sh- I'll, I'll send him for the Periscope. Oh, I like that. Tune in. We might have to start at 11, Sean. No okay. Compromise.
0: Stay tuned to uh, Add gambling Podcast on Twitter.
1: Sunday, 3 40 p.m. on the West Coast. Green Bay hosts the Seattle Seahawks, where the Packers are a four point favorite, minus 185 on the money line. Seattle plus 155. 47 is the total. I feel like this is the battle of teams that we've used the term smoke and mirrors for repeatedly. Yep. One of these teams is at home. One of these teams has a better defense. One of these teams has a better offensive line. One of these teams has a running back (laughs) Seattle's in a tough spot here, but I I don't think, I don't think you get rich fading Russell Wilson, but I think this is the end of the road, right? Russell Wilson twenty two and seven ATS as an underdog, so that's that's
0: the angle you're talking yourself into. Uh, But the counter is Packers thirty three and twenty against the spread, and uh, you know in these December home games or these late games, uh, again, you're right. They both feel somewhat fraudulent. Uh, However, if you, I mean, neither have great point differential. Especially Seattle, they just keep winning in ugly, crazy ways and in unconventional ways. They just nothing about their kind of approach is normal. You got Marshawn Lynch. Maybe he gets, I mean, you've seen green Bay not be able to hand physical runners. This is a little interesting nugget uh, courtesy of my boy, Walter football, uh, Cleet cleat uh, Blakeman, whatever his name is, is got reffing oh. is reffing this game. And uh, if you followed his career oh, at all, no. he is, uh, Super, super shady when it comes to <laughs> refing Packers games. Oh, you remember earlier in the year there was that really bad uh, Green Bay and Detroit uh, game. Yeah, a Monday night game that was a Blakeman game. Oh, and he's uh, so there's a guy in uh, Vegas, according to some like local Twitter gambling Twitter gossip. Okay. Guy bet one hundred eighty-five thousand dollars on that Green Bay Detroit game money line, of course on Green Bay, and they yeah. got all those crazy calls to help get them a win. Perfect. This other guy has uh, bet three other Blakeman games uh, when when involved in Green no Bay, way. so oh there seems goodness. to be some super shadiness going on. And this is this is truly a gut handicap because think if you actually looked at the numbers, this should probably just be a simple Green Bay minus three but I think something's going on. I think the public is kind of back in Russell Wilson and the yep, Seahawks 60%. Team. Yeah. And that, that kind of is the final thing that, that tips me the other way and taking this green Bay is an ugly four point favorite. It feels like they're the, they're kind of the ugly favor that no one wants to touch. So I'm taking the pack here. I'm going under Uh, I could regret it because this has the makings of a field goal game, but that extra point point and a half is some, it's some shady play calling or some shady, some shady penalties, whatever. There's going to be something weird that happens in this game. And I think it's actually going to go in green Bay's
1: favor. Well, uh, so first of all, it's going to be cold as shit. It's going to be 17 degrees and both of these teams, the way you attack them is how Sean, on the ground with the running attack. One of these teams doesn't have any running backs. Period. Marshawn Lynch, I mean, it's a circus act. I, I like the guy. I was stoked that he signed. He's not an NFL running back right now. Over and over and over. And maybe he'll prove me wrong, but when you look at the weaknesses of both these teams on both sides of the ball, it's defending the run. Seattle is extra bad at it. And now they're going to take on a dominant back this year and Aaron Jones I've heard this take a bunch this 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 week and I think it's true I think Aaron Jones is going to be involved early and often and I don't think Aaron uh the other Aaron Aaron Rodgers is going to do need to do a lot to win this game I love the under mm. I love the Green Bay Packers I think Seattle's going to struggle to score I I I it's a race to 20 for me
0: really yeah 20 of the totals. I'm feeling good about the over 44 in uh, San Francisco, Minnesota and the under 47
1: in this one, Sean, I'll go a little further. Why is this not also seven? Uh, I think that Seattle a is Seattle is a shadow. The, the running, the fact that they lost Seattle is really good on the road. Chris Carson though, the fact that they lost Chris Carson and this is another team. They just, they won a playoff game tough playoff game against the team with a f- old ass washed up quarterback. Like the Eagles, the fact that the Eagles only lost by one score is remarkable. And now the, uh, again, long La- Cox Lambo also at this point, like that's a level of cold. You're not used to up there in Seattle, right? The, as you put it, these heroin junkies, <laughs> <they're> <laughs> not- I, I yeah anyway so and then as far as a prop that I I, I would I would actually look to play the under on Aaron Rodgers this mm. week the passing yards passing touchdowns ooh and I I, I just will, whatever you got to do to play an Aaron like Aaron Jones over to me I would fuck around with the overcatches
0: but I would look I would look around on the adjusted under like but you 39. said we're
1: gonna wait we're gonna give him something on the on the Sunday show you know
0: exactly Ryan exactly. Lock Dog T is coming up. Before that, Ryan, one more shout out to our
1: partners. Partners, friends, uh, ass- assists. Because you know what you need, Sean? Mm. You need privacy out there. I do. People like to make fun of me. They they yell soy boy at me. So when I'm on the <laughs> internet, I need to make sure that what I what I'm doing isn't being tracked by people like you looking to shame. Right here, the, yeah. the soy boy name. So what do I do? Well, I head over to expressvpn.com. I use it to change my location because Sean, you know I love basketball. Yep. But I can't get all the games when they're blacked out. I just easily change my my location. You can even make it look like you're out of the country. Yeah,
0: the two buy- best teams in the in the Western Conference, Clippers and Lakers. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? You got to get
1: what is it, Comcast or whatever, you, you to get have Lakers
0: again? To games? have Time Warner or whatever. Who the hell wants to get Time Warner cable?
1: Yeah, and, and and, you can even leverage the idea of looking like you're outside the country to buy something like the NBA League Pass for less than five, 15 bucks for the whole year. So, again, ExpressVPN works on your phone, works on your computer, works on whatever device you need it to work on, Sean. So, wherever you're streaming those games, wherever you're doing that internet traffic activity, mm. wherever you're Googling Mike Brabel's chopped off <laughs> dick, and you don't want your work to find out, you need that VPN. Head over to expressvpn.com and use that. Oh, I'm sorry, slash SGP, where you can sign up for three months for free. When you get a one year package, again, expressvpn.com slash SGP, sign up for that one year package and it's three months for free.
0: So the exact quote is Mike Vrabel says he would, quote gladly chop off his own dick <laughs> to win the Super Bowl. So we nailed it.
1: <laughs> Happy birthday.
0: Lock dog tease presented by g. promo code SGP. Kramer, do it. Give me your
1: lock dog and tease. Mmm. Lock. Give me Baltimore. Wow. I was going to go Kansas. It's one of the big favorites uh, for my dog. I only got one dog, only got one of them. And uh, fortunately, I think they're going to win outright. Hmm. Kirk Cousins gets it done in the Bay. And heads up to Green Bay. Can he get rid of the last demons? I almost should hedge with a little Minnesota to win the conference at this point. Yeah, you can get a probably pretty solid price on that. And for my teas, uh, just throw them in there. Baltimore, Kansas City, and you're going to make me put a third one in there. Yeah, so Baltimore minus nine and a minus three and a half. Kansas City minus three and a half. Like these should be fourteen points, Sean. I don't even. I, I, I'll please them. Go go the other way. Wow. And give me uh, for the last leg. Give me the uh, let's let's move the under for the Green Bay game up to fifty three.
0: Okay. All right, I see what you're doing there, Ryan. For my actually,
1: hold on, Sean. I want your advice. Over thirty eight on the Niners Vikings game, or under fifty three on the Packers Seahawks. (gasps) Under on the Packers Seahawks, right? It's going to be a running game. The clock's going to be moving. Let's go,
0: Minnesota. Twenty seventeen not completely out of the question. For my lock, give me the Chiefs minus nine and a half.
1: Showtime my homes.
0: Nice. For my dog, give me the Vikes plus two thirty. Like I said, I'm I'm kind of on the uh, same thing there as you. For my tease, um, uh, geez, do you really you really tease Minnesota up to thirteen? Not a tremendous value there. Green Bay plus two. All right, so I'll go. Why do you tease the KC over the KC total? All right, I'll I'll tease KC over down
1: to uh, forty five. That's a hundred percent hitting. I'll
0: do the I'll do the uh, Minnesota San Francisco over down to thirty eight. Even though I just said I could see it being thirty (laughs) seven, and from the last leg of my tease, give me Green Bay rare tease over zero because seattle if anyone's going to win by one point it's going to be seattle so give me green bay plus 2 all right man that does it for the podcast again rate review share on itunes get these itunes reviews up free content train could come to a screeching halt you don't want us to get a patreon come on you're, <laughs> better, you're better than that guys come on well let's keep things free throw us a bone head over there rate review and share. And thank you. As always appreciate the support for the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green and he
1: is Ryan. Good luck this weekend. Aaron Kramer.
0: Let it ride.